I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. <laughs> and I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Tenchi Muyo or on Geminar, which was uh, your choice, Rick. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm not mad at it. Well, you never are when you choose uh, these uh, etchy anime, man. Dude, I didn't know it was going to be this bad, but I'm, I'm not sh- mad. I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you didn't. Uh, I claim innocence on this one, like true innocence. Before that, we were talking about some of the some anime news and shows that are coming out, uh, poking, poking some fun at Rick, having a good old time, and then talking about my uh, life. Kind of for the last couple of weeks, if you want to catch a part of that wider conversation, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. Uh, and if you uh, join us in our discord, uh, Rick will send out a little ping for you to let you all know that we are live on uh, YouTube and, uh, you know, you get to hang out with us and talk with us in the pre-show and and the sometimes the post show that we do. And, you know, if you want to help support us and everything like that, we also have some affiliate links for you in the show notes there where you could go and purchase uh, the show or movie that we're going to be talking about. And if you also choose to support us through other means, you can also click on the affiliate or, or go to shop.featuredanimepodcast.com and purchase our own swag. And now onto the me and bro Tatoes. Uh, Tenchi Muyo War on Geminar uh, is produced by VAP and AIC. The studios for it is AIC and B-Stack. It aired from May 2009 to May 2010. So that is one year for it to come out. It's 13 episodes long. Uh, It's an original and the genres are action, comedy, fantasy, etchy, harem, isekai, mecha, and school. And I mean, like just judging from your in general reaction, Rick, I, I'm I'm assuming this is already going to be a pretty highly rated show for you. I mean, you could be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. Yep. Although yep. I hope we watch the same the same show because I saw so the one I took was one through thirteen took nine hours to watch. So typically, that's yeah. about forty five minutes an episode. Okay. Yes. Just making sure. No, no, that's why I said it took a year for it to come out. It, these are technically classified as OVAs, but it's 13 episodes. Okay. You know, hundred percent worth it in my mind, but we'll, we'll, we'll get in. <laughs> we'll, we'll get in. So uh, you have to excuse me. I'm still as, as stated in the pre-show, I'm actually have been sick and I am trying to get over a cold. So you have to, I, I do hope you all kind of bear with me a little bit. You've got an angelic voice. Uh, Tenshi Muyu Warren Geminar, uh, basically takes place in a, I mean, like it is an Iskai, except this time, instead of him being summoned to world, he is sent to the world and he, um, you're, you're kind of 
introduced to the idea of him being sent there from this ominous dark text that's taken place on the very beginning. And then, uh, Ken, Kenshi, who are, who is the name of our main protagonist was kidnapped and, and basically forced to fight on this world, the world being Gemnar, uh, by a mysterious mm-hmm. group, uh, during this time frame, he is sent to try and assassinate the newly crowned King or princess, as they call her, Aswa or Lashura, Lashur, Lashara. The names on here. I am sorry. I apologize. I know I'm going to have a hard time. And if I'm having a hard time, I know Rick's going to have a hard time. Well, did you watch it subbed or dubbed? Subbed. Ooh, mistake. Mistake. <clears throat> Go ahead. Why is that a mistake? I mean, like, you can't say that and then not elaborate why you sorry. think it's a mistake. So I think it's a mistake because. They're not in, so the dubs are not true to the subs, not true to the source material in the strictest of senses. It's definitely not like, uh, my first girl is a gal. It's not that bad by any stretch, but it is hilarious the way that they say things, the way they do things. And I feel it's done far better. It could be that I'm super biased for no other reason than I saw, um, Tenshi Muyo in English and the, the voice actors remain constant in my opinion. Um, throughout, and I they just feel like they did a really, really good job. I tried it and subbed, and I could not, could not get past the first ten minutes. So okay, um, you know, well, that I, I, doesn't mean that it's a mistake because neither one of us had seen it before. So it just means that well, I, I mean, had a different experience than you did. Yeah, hopefully it will reflect in a, in, a, in in a good score. Right. Well, I, well, let me put it this way: I hope you enjoyed it. Because if okay. you didn't, I'm going to feel bad. It was all right. This is like the, within the first 30 seconds of seeing TNA everywhere, immediately it was like, oh, yeah, no, Rick totally chose it just just for this. It's like, no, the, I didn't. The whole, every time I, I see this show or anything coming up, I just have these emotions that well up inside me. And I can only imagine what those emotions are, sir. No, genuinely. Originally just no, makes no, me no. feel sad. I don't need it. I don't need it. Look. I don't need to know about your shame, sir. No one needs to know about your shame. <laughs> maybe it's shame? Like maybe I'm just confusing sadness with shit. No, I doubt that. It just makes me feel sad and I don't know why. Right. I feel well, a sense of loss. The is probably because you don't get to live like Kenshi. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? That so I don't know. That would either be heaven or hell. I'm not quite sure. Anyways, as I was saying. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Using, uh, basically, uh, where Geminar has these giant robots called sacred mechoids and mainly women are the ones that can pilot it, but there are select rare men that can also pilot these things. Um, Kenshi is one of the said individuals, but it's also known that people from other worlds have been summoned to that world before. So it's not entirely unusual for someone to be from another world and be able to pilot them because they are stronger for whatever reason on that world using those mechoids versus the people who naturally inhabit it. So I think that that right there is a really big difference between the sub and the dub, because in the dub, they say that the people from another world without exception are light years ahead of. Well, I think the proper terminology they use are. People from another world are, without exception, the best um, pilots of these mechs that that are there. 
And yes. due to the fact that they're so powerful and they're so good, they're able to impart some of their own culture, let's call it, into the own into their society. And it's it's lasted several hundred years, which it's is where that they, TNA comes from. It's not that they impart a part of their culture. They just did whatever the hell they want. And they said this numerous times. <laughs> Might numerous times. Right. All right. But also, that's not a difference. You just said the same thing that I said. You just decided to word it differently. No, you said say, you said that some of them were, and they said without exception, they all were. Yeah, well, let me point out something here really quick. Uh, the mm-hmm. first group of people that were summoned to that world, they are not more powerful than everyone else there. Okay. So it is with exception. I don't remember them referencing the first people there. Would you like me to to just like tell you because it came out at the end? <laughs> okay, yeah. Would you? Yes. Dark yes. elves. There are summoned people. Ah. Eh. Okay. And them being summoned there, the issue that they have at that particular time is a side effect of them having been summoned to that world and being on that world. Yes, I, I do. Yeah, I do okay. remember them saying that. Okay, so with exception. <sighs> you're welcome. That's a direct co- that's a direct contradiction to what they had said, though. You're welcome. You're right. they, they did say that both ways. Hmm. Interesting. I I have an argument against that, but uh, I, not not yet. I don't think. Okay. So Kenshi is basically sent uh, to this school, or or he he goes with uh, Ausa to this school where she is supposed to learn in this place called the Holy Land and everything like that. And honestly, the the War on Gemnar, the name for me, Tenji Muyo War on Gemnar, I, I expected to take a larger focal point and a much darker tone over it mm-hmm. than what it actually did. I feel like this anime kind of misled me in that regard. Okay, I can see that. Because I was I was honestly expecting um more, more fights, more, more darkness. I mean, like even the even the um, title cover kind of makes kind of gives you off gives off that vibe like you know like there's there's going to be some next level stuff going down and next eventually level stuff, it does it does eventually but it took us three almost three quarters of the entire series to get to that point I I understand your frustration I hear what you're saying I I think that if it was all about war it would be a far less entertaining anime it depends on how it's done this i feel like the title i'm just saying the title was misleading for me Mm. okay i i can see yeah i can see where it would have been misleading and i understand your reasoning for saying that however i think the war on geminar was the reason he was sent there and he was a he wasn't a precursor but i think that like in the first episode he was sent to kill the next queen or king whatever they call it but that is an act of war, and it was a war on Gemnar. It was and an every, act of well, not all assassinations are an act of war. Some assassinations are just that, just assassinations. Um, some assassinations he also wasn't start World War One, but he wasn't sent there specifically to fight to start a war. He was just sent there in the midst of a war. Yes, not even in the midst of a war. The war hadn't even started yet. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Okay. I, I will concede the war hadn't started yet. In my mind, 
one faction was already at war with everybody. They just didn't know it yet. I'm sure you've been in a situation where you're like, I wasn't aware I was supposed to start fighting 20 minutes ago. I feel like that every day with you. Unfortunately. <laughs> every day. Well, every day. I wasn't aware I was supposed to defend everything that you were saying, uh-huh. Rick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Baruto. Uh-huh. I, I, I was not aware. In similar fashion, I'm not aware that I'm supposed to cringe at every mispronunciation. Right. But that's that's for the pre-show and post-show. Um, but here, I feel like the war was very active. and. It just wasn't on the forefront. What everyone who was involved didn't know that they were in a war. They had slight, subtle points of it strewn throughout, where you saw a little piece here, a little piece there, a little piece here. And I mm-hmm. get it. I understand. Like for a lot of fighting and wars and things like that, that stuff doesn't happen right away. It just, you know, it's it's a lot of back end shadow stuff, but we didn't see a lot of the back end shadow stuff for a majority of it. It was only occasionally happening. No, it was, you know, it, I feel like they could have done better than what they did. I'm not saying it's a bad show. Yeah, I'm, no, I, I know what you're saying. I, I, I get where you're coming from. I mm, could it have been better. Absolutely. I, I agree. Everything about the show could have been better. However, I feel like the way that they did it is appropriate because yeah they're 45 minutes long you got a lot to cover yes and yeah while there is a lot of tna a lot of gratuitous glorious tna um it fit the way that this thing was supposed to happen though the way that the the show progressed i I didn't feel like they wasted time on certain aspects and it gave you a very well-rounded understanding of the show and in my mind, Henshi is similar in this world as he was to the other one. And I had read somewhere that this takes place either between season four and five, or it's built up from season four to season five uh, in, in Kenshi Munio. And while I, I probably should take a look at this series again, in my memory, the way that the show worked, it, it has a unique and wonderful chemistry that I think takes time to shine through. Like you wouldn't have understood why everyone was supporting him. If it didn't, if you didn't see the backstory of him being genuinely nice, helping people being overall kick-ass. Now I hate to be the, that guy. And unfortunately I, I generally dislike people in anime that are OP as hell in a very minor manner. Like he was good at everything. You also know that he grew the way he grew up. He was basically tortured his whole life to be better, to be clean, to be you know, to understand what dirty and clean is, to do martial arts, to to build stuff because his sisters kept breaking it. He always brought everything back to family, which I thought was amazing. He kept referencing the main show, which I'm very happy to say ties everything in. And you you wouldn't have gotten that if they had just skipped it. Well, it's because that's how they wrote it. This is an original, though. There is no source material for it. Was there source material for? Ten, uh, we can figure that out later. Um, I, I'm, I mean, yeah, obviously they did. Did I haven't seen anything similar? It was honestly some of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in mech fighting in Gundam style fighting. I was floored. I loved every second of it. Oh, um, I know you did. I I know you did, especially 
when it came <laughs> to the attire that the women were wearing. And we've covered that a few times so far. And yes, I, I agree. It is nice. It's it's very, very nice. The only part I really disliked um, was the fact that it seemed like every episode he was being assaulted by somebody. He was. He was. In some fashion, he was. So the one thing that I that I found interesting in is they had such a wide range of ages for this. When I say that, you have the king who who uh, Kenshi says it's like, "Are you really a twelve year old?" And she's twelve. <laughs> yeah, but no, she's her, not. She's a teenager. She's twelve. Ah, okay. She is twelve. Kenshi's he's a teenager. He's fifteen. Aura, the dark elf, she's she's a teenager too. You know who's not a teenager? No, Shume or or Wan. She's not a teenager. What? She's 97 years old. Good Lord. Okay. Yeah. So Damn. they talk about it and they br- briefly went over it. But the reason why she's, <laughs> she's 97 years old is because you know how, uh, Chia, her father, uh, he works in, uh, in the abyss or whatever, or, or in the barrier sanctuary, Yeah. a uh, barrier workshop. Time flows differently there. Oh, so technically she's probably still, she's 15. Teenager. Yeah, she's she's like fifteen. But like or to everybody whatever. else. But in terms of reality and the years that have gone by, she's ninety seven. So does that make her a really slow learner? Probably. Like to, to everybody else? I don't know. That's a great question. That's why yeah. I brought up the age that's why I brought up the age thing, because I was looking into it and I was like, Man, that is a vast difference. It's like, oh, everyone's a teenager <laughs> or whatever. It's like, oh, you have twelve, fifteen, eighteen, whatever, ninety seven. Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, oops. That doesn't make sense. One of these things is not like the other. No, he actually. So what's funny about that is the reason why the age is brought up to begin with wasn't because you find out that she's ninety freaking seven. Well, they don't, don't even talk about all it. that much. They don't even yeah, talk about her. That. The Kenshi is talking to to uh, Lasara, like, and he asks her. The princess asks her if she really is twelve, and you know she obviously took offense to that. But then later on, they she brings it up. Again, later on to say, hey, you know, I mean, like, this is why I, I was I was trained and taught to be this way. It's not because mm-hmm. I wanted to be this way. It's just how I am, how I was raised. So and I get it. You know, it sucks. I mean, like, sometimes you're just kind of thrown into a situation you have no control over. It goes back to nature versus nurture, you know, and I thought it was. So here's here's where I was like, I don't know. I think that all people who were brought in from the other world were originally amazing i think that yes the dark elves were brought in because they were better pilots um they were summoned i feel like the second generation and third and fourth fifth just got weaker and weaker and weaker due to the fact they weren't coming from their original world while yes they still have far more stamina far more strength than the average person they're nothing compared to what their ancestors were because nurture the environment they grew up in required them or did not require them to be nearly as physically uh, sound and, and strong. So that that's where I come in with uh, that everyone who was originally summoned was an excellent mech user. Um, that being said, what I did find really unique about this was not everyone had the power to move the mechs all the time. They needed a fuel source that was particular, and I couldn't quite understand if it was coming from the ocean 
or like what where this power they source came from. It, they called it an ocean, but it had nothing to do with the ocean. It 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 had to do with particular energy in the air or around them that was being mm. that was enabled or accumulated I guess in lower areas versus high, some higher areas. But yeah. Kenshi is a, was able to create this energy source for them as well. Out of trash. Out of trash Out of or trash rocks. And rubble. Yeah, or whatever else. So that's how, how he was able how they were able to move outside those areas is because he had that power source. Or they had wires or cables that connected them to that power source. Mm. The difference between a corded vacuum and a uncorded and a battery powered vacuum. Right. So they both were powerful at the beginning, but they slowly tapered off without the source. Yes. So I thought it was kind of cool. I liked it. I liked that idea where you could be massively powerful, be with certain items, cross a threshold, and all of a sudden it's all gone. Yeah. And it came up. It came up a lot too. Um, and the way that they got around that. Genius. Yes. Genius. <clears throat> the other thing that I also really liked is um, the constant, it wasn't a constant struggle for Kenshi, I want to say, at least in terms of physicality, but mm. I, I liked the character growth that they had for everyone else around him, but him coupled with it. And then they also were able to show at the exact same time that he is... You know, he's not there to flaunt his power or strength or anything like that. He's not there to try and show off how great he is or 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 anything like that, which he could have easily done. He just kind of went with the flow and made the choices that he felt were right. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the other big thing, thing about huh? is that he always made the choices that he felt were right, not because they mm-hmm. were easy, but because they were right. Correct. Yeah, that's one of the things with Tenchi Muyo. They're they're a huge, huge proponent of do what's right. And it's not necessarily what the world thinks is right. What's right by you. And it was really brought through here. And I, I love the strength of character that Kenshi has. Yeah. And it shows through. It's a very magnetic uh, attraction to everybody, I feel like, um, where it, it I'm not going to say the moral of the story, because this story doesn't have a moral. The moral but, of the story is don't take forever to start a war. Well, there's that too, but like the way the, the, the ah, damn, I can't, don't take forever to say it either. Um, that I guess what, one of the things that comes through is if you're true to yourself and you are diligent and you are capable, you are competent, people will immediately and sometimes not so immediately, but most of the time they'll see your effort. They'll see what you're doing. And they will seek you out because you are a reliable person. Like he, in most of his situations, he didn't go out with the focus of being famous or even to try to get money. Like that was hilarious to me where the, the king was holding back fortunes from him. And he was like, eh, they feed me, they clothe me. I got a roof. That's all I really need. I just like helping people. I like seeing the look on people's faces when I'm able to assist them, I, I like being useful yeah. and that, that was awesome. And he did it for everyone equally. He didn't treat anybody poorly because they were, they needed help or they didn't treat people poorly. Even when he himself was treated poorly, 
he didn't reflect that because he just was like, oh, you must be having a bad time. Eh, okay. Yeah. And he kept trucking. If he didn't like you, he didn't waste his time trying to be your enemy. He was just like, all right, I don't need to pay attention to them. I can focus on what I need to focus on. The task ahead of me is more important than the people belittling me. That I thought was a really good character um, attribute that just really attracted me to this character. Not, of course, physically, but like I liked it. I, I couldn't quite relate as much as I would like to. But there were characteristics that I want that I, I feel like I want to emulate in my own life. And I thought it was really awesome to see that, I guess, it would be a better way to put it that. OK, no, that's, okay. A, that's not a bad way to put it. That's fine. I, I agree. I mean, like it, it stays true to the character of how he was all the way up to the very end. Mm-hmm. So self-sacrifice. He even so there was a spot in here where he was working his mecha. Yeah. And it took it took a little too long, in my opinion, for him to to shine in that regard for him to to connect with his mech first but um there was a point in there where one of his older friends were put in a really messed up situation where he had to basically be a trap yeah come get saved come get trapped and kenshi was able to get out of it albeit by transforming into this half beast half right well what it was is he and they even pointed this out he would Mm -hmm. be more it's like, because when they first saw him, it was more along the lines of, hey, uh, he could either be the savior or the destroyer of the world. And in, in this case, it's like he would rather destroy himself than sacrifice other people. And it stays true to that character all the way throughout. He never once falters from that, which is nice to see that kind of uh, thing, so to speak. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like there are certain characters that I've seen in other shows where a realist approach is always nice, but I I really liked the optimistic view. I really liked the fact I did not like the fact that he was good at everything, that he was OP in everything. Oh, you need to lift this thing that four people. Oh, I got it. It yeah. showed his strength. Okay, cool. They didn't say his strength. They just showed it, which I like. Again, I've said it before. I like it when you show me, don't tell me, show me through actions. Yeah. And they did a lot of that a little too much in my mind. But, um, but overall, yeah, it, it, you saw what kind of character this was and it, it, it was appealing to a lot, a lot of people. One of the comic reliefs that I found in here, um, like I said, he was assaulted almost every episode, um, in, in an adult manner. I feel like they don't ever show anything, but you just assume. Oh and- yeah. Heavily. And what they do <laughs> for two is it's played throughout the whole series like that. Like there's so always some questionable situation or something like that, where something's going on and he eventually gets to that point. But again, I, I feel like it has to do with the writing and how the show was actually meant to be and how the mm-hmm. show was actually meant to be was it was meant to be in such a way that, you know, all they did was like have, a, have a bunch of, you know, fan service out there for him. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. It, it it wasn't gratuitous in the sense you're like, oh, come on, I'm not here for that. But in certain serious instances when we needed a relief of some kind, because you can't always be going up a hill towards anticipation, towards the climax of the show. You can't always go up. Like, there, there's peaks and valleys. Yeah. And I think they handled it really well here. And there wasn't really a 
beach episode, so to speak. I feel like there were several. If you were to combine all of the scenes where the TNA was was aggressive, let's call it, you could probably get one full episode out of it. But the way they sprinkled it through, I didn't feel like I could skip really any episode, um, at least in its entirety. There were there were a few parts where I was like, oh, come on. But yeah, and everyone was was trying to get with and she's specifically because um, as one of the characters says, he listens really, really well. And he follows direction impeccably. Right. But, you know, again, I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, but all you do is keep focusing on the high, on the great qualities and traits that he has and how great of a guy he is. And it's making me hate him even more because I don't care anymore. I get it. (laughs) He's a great guy. Cool. I don't care anymore. Like you, you are beating that horse to death for me. I am. It's refreshing. I don't. It's, I, it is not refreshing anymore. It is horrible now. It's like moving wow. down and score. The more you drone on about how great of a guy he is, it's like I don't care now. Like cool, we got it. I got it across <laughs> the first five times. Here we are, twenty. He's just such a great guy. I love him. His hair just flows to the wind so <laughs> wonderfully. Like cool. Did I mention he's good at carpentry? Don't. <laughs> Yeah, he is. He's a great guy. You know what? On that on that point, it's a one. It's a one Bullshit. now. This is a Bullshit. horrible show. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Forget this noise. Uh huh. Sure. I no. think I could drone on for another hour and a half on how great he is, and you still wouldn't give it a one. I would honestly, at that point, give it a zero and kill so this it wouldn't episode. Be a one. It it would not be a one. You're right. <laughs> We don't give zeros either. I would delete this episode from the fabric of reality and we would watch something else in 24 hours and then record it. No, we've given zeros. I'm 99% sure we've given at least one zero. The lowest score we've ever given was uh, for Glasslip. Oh, that's right. We couldn't give a zero. No, we should have been able to give a zero because we give tens. On a scale from one to ten, how would you rate the show? Uh, uh, Fine. Yeah, no, it's definitely not a one. Um... But I got one minor question for you. Just, just, just a minor. Hit me. Were you able to figure out how many countries were involved in this war? Three. Only three. Four, including the Holy Land. I felt like it was more, but there yeah, are supposed to be back, more. But one bandits. of them didn't have a country anymore, so that's kind of a boot <laughs> point. Yeah, yeah. The main country got dissolved and and, and, and absorbed. Off. And then, oh, well, you know, hang on. I take that back. Five, five. The other one, Kenshi, that created his own country on the ship. Kenshi, oh, yeah. Kenshi Land. <laughs> Kenshi Land. <laughs> everyone was trying to marry off somebody to them, and everyone was okay sharing. I didn't get it. It's because of who, his genetics and everything like that. Everyone wants a piece. Granted, I got we you. are skipping over a lot of plot points. We're not going really into depth about a lot of it, simply because the majority of the story is just a bunch of shenanigans, him running around, having fun. But there are some deeper undertones in the story. And I feel like I feel like it would be better best served if they if you actually watched it. Oh, one hundred percent. And and so that's where I'm going to leave it on a scale. Okay. So I mean, like, do you have anything else, or are you good for a rating? Um, the only other thing I'll say is the only real time you understand that it's actually part of a bigger series, very similar to um ah oh, crap what is it? uh unlimited. You remember that one? The, the dude who turned the seven upside down and got super psychic powers. You had told me that that was part of a much larger series. 
I can't remember, man. I, I, I oh, think sorry. so. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah. But this one, the, the only real reason you're able to find that it, it ties into a, a larger series is at the very, very end of the show. They're like, this is only possible because your mother. And then it ties back. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on. It connects. Holy crap. Which is why I was able to say that it happens between season four and season five or roughly around that time. I don't remember them so saying I that. Really- I I remember them saying, saying like. Uh, we only sent him there to have some fun and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, let's just leave him there and ha- let him have some more fun. It still ties in to the main series. Like, well, that, doesn't that's tie, that doesn't mean anything. It just means that, that you have an om- uh, uh, ominous figure talking in general. <laughs> that means nothing. It's like the can of beans on the, on the seat <laughs> of the vehicle as they're driving away in 91 days. It means nothing. It's a can of beans on the chair, on the seat of the vehicle while the guy drives. That's all that means. All right, fine, fine. You you got this one barely, but yeah. <clears throat> anyway, my if score they somehow tie it in. I will be happy. I'll, I'll I'll accept it. If they if there's a if they reference it in the other shows that I have not seen that and they're all tied in together because I, I have seen other Tenchis where they do have like random things tied into other people at other points in time and other characters or something like that or whatever. Like I have seen it. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. God I, willing, I mean, like we'll it, it's a fate stay situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pick your timeline. <laughs> that's a, that's a damn good reference. Yeah. Make a damn good comparison. All right. So on a scale of oh, up to 10, anyway. sir, how would you rate this? I would give this a solid eight. I would definitely recommend you watch it. I mean, hell, you even said that too. Um, it's a good show. I would say it's a little on the slower side. So, like, if if that if slower stuff isn't really for you, then you know, it's a commitment. Watch it at one point five speed or it's a commitment. Two times speed if you can. Yeah, it's definitely a commitment. But I, I believe it's a well worth commitment. I think the story was unique enough that it held my attention. I feel like the character development, which was huge for me, was consistent and readily available for everybody. Yes. Um, there's one or two annoying characters that unfortunately last throughout. But if you don't have somebody annoying, you won't really understand anybody good. Like you need that. You need that duality in my mind. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally recommend this to anybody and everyone. Um, so yeah, solid eight. It would have been a nine for me. Except I just those annoying fucking those those, those annoying characters. That, that's the only reason why I can't give it a nine. Gotcha. All right, for me, I'm going. I'm going lower. I'm going six. The reason why just I'm going barely above average. Yeah, just barely above average. Because honestly, I mean, like I feel like this was just mainly a fan service show. So this was, you know, it was whatever. They had a very very nice character that was just general good guy and he was like he's a great guy i get it he's a great guy thanks for hammering <laughs> that in for 13 episodes i i'm pretty sure i got it um but in general it's not that it, it's not a bad show it's not something i would willingly watch again though it was, hmm. it was hard enough okay. for me to get through it was a long show it's, it was semi-entertaining story was there it was all right. It was, you know, they had a, played a lot of nuances for us, so the story was solid. The artwork for it was great. You know, they definitely had fun and played with with the 
the terminology and the dialogue between the characters and everything like that, you know, so that was, that was a for sure, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got, man. Um, Fair enough. Six for me, eight for you. This next one, uh, Miku, the person who gave us some uh, feedback and some uh, reviews on uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they also sent in a recommendation. Oh, nice. What yeah, are we watching? It, we are watching uh, Tengoku uh, uh, Damikyo, or Heavenly Delusion. Okay. Yes. He- so, Heavenly Delusion. Heavenly Delusion. It's on a, it's on a variety of platforms. It's on a... Uh, I know for sure, for for sure, it's on uh, Hulu. Okay. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did it too much justice, not enough justice, or just plain old got anything else wrong, feel free to let us know. All our contact information for you is in the show notes. You can also find all the information and where you can contact us at FeaturedAnimePodcast.com. If you want to give a recommendation, we do have a link on there for you where you can go and submit the recommendations where we will eventually at some point get to them. I promise we do eventually get to them. If you want to help support us, help us grow and uh, catch some of the pre and post show content that we do uh, usually with every episode, you can go to Patreon.com slash FeaturedAnimePodcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. And if you want to buy the show that we were talking about today, we do have an affiliate link for you in the show notes as well, where you can go. It'll take you to Bright Stuff Anime. You can purchase anything using that affiliate link. We do get a little bit of a kickback, and it is very much appreciated. And if you want to buy some of our own swanky swag, you can go to shop.featuredanimepodcast.com and help support us like that. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.